0: No, it would fall into the sea. Bye-bye, California. (laughs) Hello, new West Coast, my West Coast. Costa del X, Lutherville, Marina del X, Otisburg. Otisburg? Where's Desmantra? She's got her own place. Otisburg? It's a little bitty place. Otisburg? Okay, I just wipe it off, that's all. It's a little... (laughs) Hello popheads! welcome to issue 167 of the TomCast Popcast, coming to you from the Starlight Starbright trailer park, and I'm at the store next to the Starfighter arcade game. My name is Tom, thank you so much for checking out this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please make sure you're following us on the social media, at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email this show, at TomCastPop... too many ads, but email me, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. Please make sure you're liking, subscribing. And sharing the show with all your friends, family, loved ones, people you're in blood feuds with, and, uh, and a death cult with as well. We know, we know whatever. See, whatever it takes to spread the word, we always appreciate that. Thank you so very, very much. Alright, we got a special for... We have a really special show for you today. Uh, you may have noticed at the beginning, our opening movie clip that we like would like to insert into every episode of the show. This was a special one. This is a, a, a belated a belated tribute to, uh, to Ned Beatty, who recently passed away, I think a week or so, a week or two ago. Uh, and Ned Beatty has an, a, an incredible uh, film history behind him. Uh, and y- you, you know you know him from countless projects. But for the, se- for the purposes of this podcast, he will always be Lex Luthor's sidekick, Otis, in the 1978 Richard Donner Superman movie starring the other late, great Christopher Reeve. Uh, so a little shout out to Ned Beatty. And we uh, thank you for your contributions to Superman because Otis was incredible. We love him so very, very much. All right, so what are we doing today? We're going to the trailer park. A million trailers have dropped over like the last week or two since uh, since I've been able to link up with Roger. And we're going to get into all of them today. So, you know, make sure you've seen the trailers. Maybe watch the trailers as you, as before or after you listen to us talk about each one. And uh, see what you think. We'd love to get your opinions on everything going on. And you know where to find us at TomCast on Twitter and Instagram. That's going to be the one. Yeah, we got like six or seven trailers to talk about today. So a lot of a lot of really uh, interesting projects coming coming out soon. And uh, no, it's an exciting time. Exciting time, and you know Marvel gearing up again. So you know which one we're talking about. Probably first, but I'm going to let Roger pick. We'll see how it goes. All right. So let's get into the trailer park. Let's get into the show. Before we do that, though, one quick thing. We have to thank the official members of Pophead Nations. They are the ones that help keep the lights on, keep this podcast running like a well-oiled machine that I hope that you think it is. <laughs> you can become an official member of Pophead Nation at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You can join the nation and get access to the sweet bonus content. Thank you so much to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff is a host on The Ringing Ear fantastic music podcast. Check that one out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squid Master General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Chris of Prairie Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, and coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland, and the the uh, the, the, bigotier, the Brigadier, my goodness, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. All right, make sure, and finally, make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing the show. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, and so many, many more. Let's get into it. Let's get to the trailer park. You know what that means. Sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and buckle up again. Let's go. If
1: you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John John Samos. Samos.
0: What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Joining us once again via the power of the internet, of the world wide webs, if you will, our good friend Roger Smith is back. Roger, how are you doing, bud? Good to see you. it's been a little it's been a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you
1: know, I'm doing good. Uh, back in town finally. I was uh south in Baja for about a week without a uh, internet and connection to the world, so was able to unwind for a little bit and uh, just relax, enjoy, get back to uh some some cool beach vibes, you know.
0: <laughs> now, this was, was am I wrong? This was this was your birthday trip, correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, happy so. birthday. I'm, uh, yes, I know the popheads wish you happy birthday as well. <laughs> All the positive vibes are going out your way, so I hope you had a great time.
1: Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, always, always love doing that trip.
0: Well, I, we had a bit of uh, it was a bit of a weekend over here too. It was it was it was my wife's birthday over the weekend, uh, and as such, uh, today I am in uh, recovery, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm drinking water today. You will have to represent for both of us today. so i hope you don't mind the pressure
1: (laughs) (laughs) well today i am drinking the wonderful ponto uh you know our good friends at pizza port what needs to be said about such a such an amazing beer you know the the go-to session ipa probably one of my favorite sessions if not my favorite um you know just super drinkable easy to crush uh yeah it's it's just always a good go to.
0: You know what? It's funny you you, you had Ponto because I was over the before uh, before the weekend came, I uh, I swung by one of my favorite local beer shops, Bine uh, Vine on on, yeah. on Adams Avenue in in, in Normal Heights, and uh, um, I was staring longingly at a six pack of Ponto, and uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't pull the trigger, but I kind of wish I did because it sounds real nice. Yeah, you know for a while it was uh I hadn't seen
1: it around so I don't know if it was just uh, not where my usual spots were or I don't know but uh
0: no part of me thinks they, they part of me thinks they stopped producing it for a little bit May, but I might be mistaken on that and, and maybe it just was harder to find and maybe they put it in-house for a little bit oh yeah that's why I good. am not entirely sure but <laughs> you have it now and that's the good news and again you're representing both of us. And and that's that's important because I I I could not step up to the plate today. No, I feel you. That was me on Sunday. So uh, yeah, yeah, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, today for the show, we're gonna be we're gonna be hanging out in the trailer park, uh, catching up <laughs> on all the exciting trailers that have dropped. Um, there's multiple reasons for this, mostly because it has been a few weeks since since we've gotten to chat. Um, but I feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm. A snob or something like that, but I, I I I have found the pop culture news to not be all that interesting. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, we're gonna do that. The breaking trailers is fun. Uh, you know, it gets us excited. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a re- there's a real sort of like visceral energy about watching trailers and 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 you know the way they're designed to kind of get you fired up and get you excited to go spend some money in, in the movie theaters. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. hopefully, a, a post-pandemic world, we'll see how it shakes out here in the next few weeks. Um, yeah. But there is one tiny little thing I wanted to talk to you about that is somewhat news related. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I got two things really, but let me talk to you about this that popped up over the weekend, uh, okay. and that is that very eagle-eyed viewers uh, have have noticed that Disney slash Marvel has gone back into the final scene, the final little stinger of Wandavision, and they've mm-hmm. noticed alterations to it. Interesting. Uh, now listen, I I I, I can, I'll, I'll send you the link to this so you so you can take a look at it. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely some changes, but I couldn't tell you what they signify to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so there was all kinds of, of of crazy theories about this that it's like Loki messing with the timeline, that it's you know they're actually yes. showing that Doctor Strange is observing Wanda. You know, there's all kinds of of rumors and hullabaloo about it. I, I I sort of think it's a much ado about nothing, but I I don't know if if you have any thoughts about this particular topic. Uh,
1: you know, I, I like the Loki theory. I mean, just given, I just got caught up with it, you know, after being out of town, I missed two episodes. I was able to, you know, put those back to back. So I'm all caught up for now, but, uh, but yeah, just with the events that happen in that. And, uh, Essentially, timeline being altered uh, from what it seems like uh, at that point, it could be kind of just the hint that, you know, what happened in that episode really did go back and alter other things. So uh, it's it's kind of curious, curious timing, I guess, uh, that it happened right after that episode. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I really do like that theory, though.
0: Yeah, I, I I mean I don't know if you've had a chance to take a look at the at the link that that circles like the differences between the two versions. I, yeah. I this is not something I would have caught <laughs> to save my life. <laughs> like it's it's showing like the difference, differences in trees, and I'm like oh. I, I never would have noticed that. <laughs> so huh.
1: okay, so it's like very minute differences then.
0: Yeah, and then the there's one little uh, mysterious kind of shadowy image on the on the mountain now, that huh. that some again some fans are asserting. Is oh it's Doctor Strange in the astral plane you know viewing Wanda or something like that and I was like I guess that's interesting but I, I don't know and for as many any for as many conspiracy theories as there are about this there are there are also as as many uh, uh fans who are debunking these sort of rumors because they're like yeah. I guess they have more of a of a effects background so like oh no that's just a lighting effect and it's blah 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 and all this other stuff so no one knows no one yeah. knows but it's 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 a thing and people are talking about it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it could just very well be just some uh slight changes in uh you know i i think they did something similar with like uh the last jedi was it or no was it rise of skywalker where they went back and like kind of color color graded difference or something there, there was some some editing done to like the colors in the movie but like yeah, it seems like they're very active in going back and altering things here and there on the platform, which is interesting.
0: Well, especially when when mistakes are found, you know. I mean, like there was mm-hmm. there was that one shot in the of, of the in the Mandalorian. I think it was in season two where you, you can see uh-huh. some dude in jeans. You yeah, know? and they, they once that was, got around, that was quick. That guy was quickly edited out of the Mandalorian. And, yeah and, it's crazy how
1: quick they did it too
0: yeah yeah and, and famously like uh, in, in the final season of Game of Thrones the the Starbucks cup that was on one of the tables mysteriously <laughs> disappeared when you watch it now um, So yeah I mean I guess that's sort of like the the perk of, of a digital medium that we live in is, is that you can kind of keep changing and adjusting things. But again, the other side of that coin is, is, is like, then you get something like in, uh you know, when Disney Plus launched, you may remember, uh, you know, everyone was excited to watch Star Wars. And then we we're all watching Star Wars on there, and they added that weird McClunky line for Greed Yeah, to say. McClunky. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. It's like George Lucas's final fuck you to everything. Oh, just adding that in there.
0: Well, I mean, just, I mean, I don't even know if Lucas was cool with that. Lucas is probably like, what the fuck is McClunky? <laughs> well, you know, uh, from what I heard, like, that got added in there
1: as like the final cut that Lucas submitted. So it's almost like nobody even like looked at it to check it through. (laughs) And he just threw that in there as kind of maybe a a joking reference to how, how much people care about the Han shot first scene.
0: Yeah. It's interesting to think though that because everything's on this digital format now and everything can be gone back into and tweaked that Mm -hmm. that, like the content is sort of, you know, it's never like locked necessarily. It's sort of like become like a living, oh like, living breathing organism in a way because like they can qu- keep messing with it if they sure. want to so do you
1: think we'll ever get the star wars re-re-remastered edition oh man
0: it's like <laughs> you know <laughs> let's not go down that rabbit hole today <laughs> you, know, you, you it's it's so funny if you go on youtube though i mean you can you can find like Fifteen thousand different versions of Star Wars to watch that, that yeah. fans have cut together and, and all this other stuff. So I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure somewhere in the internet exists the version that people want.
1: <laughs> That's probably true. I'll give you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, we're, like I said, we're not going to do a ton of news um, because because you know, I don't, I'm not enraptured by a, by a lot of it right at the moment. Um, but yeah, this One Division yeah. thing was interesting, so I was curious your your thoughts on it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you did mention the fact that when you, as you got back, you were able to get caught up on Loki, and I'd love to hear what, you, what you're thinking about the show now after the, after yeah. the three episodes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was able to
1: watch the first one on that first Friday that it, uh, after it came out. So uh, I really enjoyed it. Honestly, I, I think out of all of the series so far, it had like the quickest start and just you know i mean i love loki as a character he's probably been one of my favorites in the entire marvel cinematic universe but um i just thought what they're doing with him is like really cool and it's just the the typical like you know loki is he going to betray you is he not kind of uh, back and forth and i just love how they're playing with the character i really love mobius i love uh luke wilson's character or oh i'm sorry owen wilson's character and uh <laughs> ron wilson uh And yeah, no, I'm just, I'm really enjoying the show. Uh, It's uh, really grown on me very quickly, and I am excited to see after this third episode where they're going to go from here, because it kind of took a a different direction in episode three. Um, It kind of just pivoted and went somewhere else, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's where we're going. And, uh, you know, just like very little interaction with, you know, everything that had already been established so it's uh, it's really cool so far. I'm really digging it, and uh, excited to see where it goes from here.
0: Well, I mean, to 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 what you said when you, know, when, you when you mistakenly identified Luke Wilson. What yeah. if when we catch back up the TVA and because of a result of the timeline bombing, it is Luke Wilson as Mobius? Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> that would kind of be cool. <laughs> oh man, that would be <laughs> that would be pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm digging it. Um, one of the things I noticed uh, after. When I listened back to uh, the review episode that we did last Wednesday, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I meant to make make a mention of, of the weirdness of Loki's power set and how he could all of a sudden catch like a falling tower because I was uh-huh. like, oh, where'd that come from? Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know what oh, what I can look past it, you know <laughs> Loki's powers, I guess are not never clearly defined. So why not catch a building and tossing it off to the side? Yeah, it almost looked like
1: he had some sort of like time control there cuz it almost looked like he just reversed it falling, right? I don't know what that was all about either. I, like when he did that, I'm like, "Oh, okay, I
0: he can do that." Or sure. so so maybe he pocketed all those time stones and maybe one of them works in that in that that reality. I don't know. It's possible. That kind of be funny to see.
1: Um just On the off chance that, you know, he picked up a paperweight and took it with him.
0: Yeah. Or he just has like, you know, all of them in in like a pocket. somewhere. he like, (laughs) we find out like beneath his jacket is like a fanny pack full of of time stones. It would complete the (laughs) look. It really, really would. It really would. But yeah, I'm definitely enjoying the show. I'm very uh, excited to see where they go next. I really want to see what happens with the fallout from uh, from uh, 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 Sylvie bombing the timeline. Uh, yeah. Th- there's so much to look forward to. We've only, I mean, only three episodes left. So, I mean, that show's going to start like humming along here pretty quickly.
1: Oh man. Really? Only three?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Six episodes season, just like Falcon Jeez. and Winter Soldier.
1: Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. I-, I guess it has seemed like quite a bit has happened in a short time, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really good. I mean, my favorite thing is that Loki feels like Loki. I think one of my biggest concerns about, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier was that Winter Soldier got, like, power level nerfed, like, crazy. You know, he used to be able to stand toe-to-toe with Captain America, and then he was just getting punched around left and right by amateur strong people, you know? <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, man, what's going on here? Like, this this doesn't sit right with me. But like, with Loki, it, it's just, it's felt like him from the start. So that's something I've really enjoyed.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's it's going to be cool, too. Though it's, it's going to be interesting because, uh, I mean... Other than, than What If coming out, the animated What If series, I mean, it seems like there might be a little bit of a pause now between Marvel, Disney Plus shows, you know, while yeah. they, they're kind of gearing up for that next wave. But, I mean, the good news is that void will be filled by, by cinematic releases.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I
0: think that's kind of,
1: it, it's worked to their advantage that in the lull we've gotten these shows to kind of tide us over. And uh, I don't know what their original release plan was, you know, pre-COVID, but... Um, it's kind of worked to its advantage and that you know this is going to be done by the time black widow comes out right
0: way uh, right around i think there, i think there'll be one episode
1: there's re- gonna be remaining
0: one uh, yeah because okay. black widow drops on the ninth and i think the show oh you're right yeah, yeah unless they were to drop two episodes the final two episodes on the same day i think it dro- i think the show would finish on the 14th okay yeah but i mean timeline wise it works out pretty well you mm-hmm. know we go straight from the shows
1: into back into movies and you know, we'll we'll have that to tie us over for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I get you know, you don't you don't have to make a decision now, but I, I do want to ask, what what are you leaning towards doing as far as Black Widow? Are you going to go see it in theaters, or are you going to pay the thirty bucks and watch it at home? <laughs> I'm probably going to go see it in theaters. Uh, my wife just recently got her her shot
1: in uh, in TJ. Finally, got around to uh, to that age group. So uh, we're both vaxxed, We're good to go. You know, and uh, the movie theaters have been open, mm-hmm. so it shouldn't be too bad of an issue uh as far as that goes i think the seats are already you know pre-spaced and everything so honestly it's probably as safe as it's going to get at this point for us
0: yeah i i i think the only thing i'm i'm wrestling with is uh when am i going to go <laughs> sure
1: yeah I ideally
0: ideally i would want to go i do i i want to go opening weekend but i may have to if i'm going to go to the theater i may have to push that back because of, of work so I yeah, so I I got to kind of figure that whole thing out, and but I which which is like why I might pay the thirty bucks just so I can watch it at home like late <laughs> night or you know, something like that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We'll 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 see. We'll see how desperate I am to to check out Black Widow. For sure.
1: Yeah. But I think either way, I think we're both probably going to watch it that opening weekend,
0: one way or one another. One way or another. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah, so we'll be able to talk about that immediately. Yeah, I, the, the, which is probably why I'll pay the 30 damn dollars, just so I can watch it faster <laughs> than I can get to the theaters. And then I'll go see it in theaters, because I've seen all the Marvel movies in theaters, and i gotta I got to keep that streak alive. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's get into the trailer park. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, Roger, why don't you pick the first trailer you want to talk about? And, I mean, there's one that's a natural bridge show we just talked about, but you go... Whatever direction you want to go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. You know what? Let's let's do Shang-Chi. Hey! Hey! Whoa, wait, guy. <laughs> don't get too crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, sh- the second uh, Shang-Chi trailer is dropped, uh, and it's pretty awesome, man. I don't know what else to say about it, but I'm always like, hey, that looks like a pretty badass movie. Yeah, yeah. I think I liked this trailer a little better than the last one. I like the
1: tone of it. It kind of sets it up for how it's gonna feel I, I want to say like the other one may have been just a little too like whimsical and kind of like all over the place it wasn't telling us enough but this one kind of really grounds it and you're kind of understanding like the characters and you know the the landscape around them so uh the tone on that was really cool and there's a, a couple cool little snippets in the trailer that we saw um definitely some interesting fights I'm very curious about
0: but yeah the, I mean the action the, the the martial arts stuff looks incredible. Uh, and like like you said, the, the trailer is definitely more story, into, story, story oriented, uh, so that's nice to kind of get a, a better feel for what this is going to be. You know, his mm-hmm. relationship to his father, his relationship to his mother, and kind of yeah. like being, you know, between these two worlds, it's, it, w- it would seem. Uh, yeah. We also got to see the Ten Rings in action, which yep. uh, was not what I was expecting to be, but like, it's very visually stunning. I mean, like, very impressive looking
1: yeah yeah I, I really like the the idea of it it's kind of more the like martial arts style with you know the rings around the wrists and everything as opposed to you know hand rings <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh, it was cool I, I like the idea I like the the switch up there um, yeah like you were saying the action looks great I mean I I don't have any uh, any doubts that the fight scenes are gonna be awesome and
0: uh, and that one uh, cage fight scene. Sure, snip there. sure. We going to talk about that. I mean, yeah. Like, what, let's, uh, is is it is is it what it looks like? Is it Abomination versus Wong? Is that what's that, happening there? That yeah. That, as soon as I saw that,
1: I'm like, wait a second. There's no way. Are they actually making reference to the Edward Norton Hulk movie right
0: now? <laughs> I mean, there's been rumors that the Abomination was going to return in, in one form or another, and I I, I guess they have like a a, a, a Fight Club esque. Location now, or you, like an underground fight club, and Wong's like, I gotta make some some scratch on the side here. This uh, sorcery <laughs> doesn't pay very much. Yeah, he's gotta
1: he's gotta uphold the uh, the the money and the uh, maintenance at the. Uh...
0: <laughs> well, I mean, remember in uh, in in uh, Infinity War, I mean, he didn't even have enough money for a tuna fish sandwich, so. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Maybe Dr. Strange is like, you better get out there and make some money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He did it the best way he knew how.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's what that appears to be, or at least uh, somebody who looks a darn, darn lot, a lot, who looks heck of a, oh my God, I can't even talk, (laughs) who looks a heck of a lot like Wong is fighting the Abomination. And then it looks like, uh, looks like Chang Chi's gonna have to go and fight the Abomination now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, it just, it just kind of blows my mind how, you know, I never really considered anything that happened from the, you know, almost first wave of Marvel movies to kind of be, like, loose ends, you know? Obviously, if you look at the first Hulk movie with Edward Norton, that's kind of a loose end in that, yes, that character still exists and nothing really came of that. But uh, it's, it's interesting to see how they're kind of going back to that and tying off that loose end that really nobody was expecting
0: them to. It, I mean, it's interesting now that we live in a world where you can just have the abomination in a f- underground fight club. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten to that point of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, we don't need an explanation of who he is. We've seen the movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a cool way to just bring something from the past. And you know, it might be it might be throwaway. You know, it could just be like some off right thing. But uh, just the fact that they're going that far and into detail with. Uh, with characters that have been established is kind of cool.
0: Oh, it's very cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great to see like the, that, this is the kind of, you know, fully lived in Marvel universe that that we've seen built over like the last, you know, 10, 11 years. And yeah. you, you can just walk into a place and there's XYZ character right behind you. I mean, that, that's very much giving it the feel of a comic book, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: You know, it's it's like very often if you walked into a bar in like New York, you'd find Wolverine in there. (laughs) You know, like he would just be in the background of a panel in the comic book. You're like, hey, there's Wolverine drinking a beer. Yeah, there you go. You know, I I don't know. It just adds like this comic book authenticity to it that I really, really uh, appreciate. So it's kind of fun. But no, obviously there'll be more interaction than than just like Wolverine's behind you. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it. I, I don't know. It's just like I said. It just makes that universe feel more lived in. I like it. Yeah, it's super cool. So I definitely
1: dig that. So I'm excited to see what what Shang Chi has in store for us. You know, I'm not too familiar with the character, uh, just kind of in passing. But uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the story.
0: I'm also excited to see if that that under under the water dragon, if that's actually Fin Fang Foom or not. Because if that's Fin <laughs> Fang Foom, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose it if that's Fin Fang Foom. I can't wait, man. That's I'm really excited for that. That's coming out in September, and yeah, uh, yeah I can't. Yeah, and and the other exciting news is is because we got this, the new Chang chi trailer. Yeah, hopefully that means we're gonna get like another Eternals, you know, maybe in a few weeks, so we can kind of understand that story a little bit better because that that's a trailer that looks gorgeous, but I have no idea what that movie's about. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping for something
1: more establishing like this for the Eternals, because, yeah, like like I was saying, I the first Shang-Chi trailer w- looked cool, but I didn't really know what was going on. This one definitely, like, established the characters a little better and kind of the everything going on. So if we can get something like that for the Eternals, I think I'll feel a little better.
0: I, I definitely agree with you. Uh, anything else you want to say about this trailer before we move on? Uh, no, I think I think it's good. All right. I'll tell you what. Let's for next. Why don't we stay in the martial arts realm? All right. And talk about that new Snake Eyes trailer that dropped. And Roger, I have to tell you, this one looks pretty darn good. The, I mean, the first one was intriguing, but this yeah. is just like next level, awesome action Snake Eyes stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I I just saw the trailer and it looks amazing. Like honestly. It's that kind of like Hollywood version of a ninja, you know? It's like sure, a, sure. <laughs> over the top, you know, just crazy, like martial arts stuff, you know, jumping from cars, motorcycles, trucks, you know, just doing crazy, awesome acrobatics. I, I think that's something that's always fun to see. And, uh, you know, it's it's exactly what you need in, in that kind of movie, you know, just something fun, action, crazy, I
0: dig it. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm very intrigued by this. I wasn't, I wasn't 100 percent sold on this new kind of like rebooted GI Joe franchise they're launching, uh-huh. but I am much more intrigued after watching this trailer for the movie. I think it looks uh, much more interesting than I thought it would be, and much more uh, ninja heavy <laughs> than I thought it would be. I mean, you know, you put enough ninjas on the screen, and the 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 the, the eight year old in me just gets really really excited.
1: yeah same here dude i just anything that's just that fun like ninja lore of like secret ninja organizations running things behind the scenes is uh, that's just always intrigued me i love that stuff (laughs) yeah
0: and i mean we knew that baroness was going to be in this movie uh, so obviously uh but uh, but cobra is much more uh overt in this trailer than they were in the first one uh which which i appreciate and i'm very curious you know, we also know Scarlett is going to be in this movie, so I wonder if G.I. Joe is an actual thing yet, or if it's, this is going to be sort of like Scarlet's going to recruit Snake Eyes, and then, you know, at the end of Snake Eyes, the movie, uh, they go into a room, and uh, Duke steps out of a shadow and says, uh, welcome to the G.I. Joe initiative.
1: <laughs> it could be. I mean, we see him don the full suit at the end of the trailer, which is
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm very curious. I, I've, I've become very curious about this G.I. Joe uh, rebooted franchise now uh, because this looks good. <laughs> this looks real good. Yeah,
1: yeah. This uh, this one surprised me because I think even last time, you know, I I had no idea they were even working on it. And then when you showed me the trailer, I'm like, this looks right up my alley. This is this is what I like. Just give me crazy ninja action and I'll be happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't <laughs> argue with it. I mean, it it, 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 it can turn out to be ridiculous. I mean, again, you know, these trailers are are designed. Uh, to 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 get us excited, and then then sometimes you know you go and you watch the movie and you're like, well, that wasn't nearly as cool as the trailer looked. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, optimism uh, springs eternal in me for this movie. Now, <laughs> <laughs> sure,
1: yeah, I feel that.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I don't know, G I Joe. I don't, you know, I, I guess, I, I guess if they're gonna keep doing movies that look, that look this good, we'll, we'll see. Mm. I mean, obviously we haven't seen the final product, but yeah, hey, let's go check it out.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely down for
0: it. Alright, what do you want to do next?
1: Uh let's do uh you know what? Let's go into some DC.
0: Let's go into let's talk some DC. About
1: Titans.
0: Titans. That is this <laughs> is Roger's Wheelhouse. This is the the show that's now on HBO Max. Uh yes. season three is coming back in August. And you know, I don't like it when I'm lied to you, Roger, because I clicked a link <laughs> that said Titans trailer, and uh yeah. it's really just a teaser. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. And you know, I've actually been noticing a lot of uh a lot of trailers, quote unquote, being uh just teasers, you know? And I'm like, this isn't a trailer. Like wh- what happened to the to the teaser moniker, you know? It's like nobody wants to use that anymore <laughs> when that's 100% what it is.
0: Now, I am I am still behind. I'm still catching up on Titans. Uh, I'm kind of struggling to get through season one, but I am trying to make an effort to get caught up so that when when season three comes out, we can talk about it here on the show. Um, Sure. But why don't you tell the good people kind of like what's going on in this teaser and why you're super excited for it?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing here is that we're getting these uh, first glimpses of, I guess, the the Titans in Gotham, you know, which is, I don't think we'd really... um, up until now kind of visited Gotham for very long. You know, I think there was a one scene with Robin in the first season where he's fighting some thugs. And I don't even remember if that was exactly in Gotham. So it looks like they're going to Gotham and some mad shit's going down. And if you know anything about Gotham and Jason Todd, you kind of have an idea of what's going down here. (laughs) But by the end of the trailer, uh, we get to see, the full red hood outfit, which doesn't look too bad. I'm not completely sold on the helmet, but it could be worse. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no. So it looks like we might get a glimpse of the Joker this season, possibly. I mean, it would be, I think it would be a disservice if they did the whole, uh, kind of death in the family kind, or not. I'm sorry, not death in the family, but just like Jason Todd, just becoming red hood. So under the red hood storyline, um, before or without the joker in it you know it's Mm -hmm. uh it's kind of pivotal to the story and his transformation so um judging by where jason todd gets left off in the second season it kind of makes sense he kind of ends things on that season on a more of a loner route so i can see where they're where they're going to tie this into uh him kind of going to do things on his own to prove himself. And probably getting a little over his head. So, yeah, we're definitely getting a glimpse at that. And uh, that's actually a, kind of a different route than I thought they were going to go. I don't know if it's going to be focused a lot on just, you know, being in Gotham and that whole storyline. Uh, I know they uh, they kind of tease Blackfire at the end of the previous season. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff going on. But, again, the trailer's not very long. And it's kind of just monologue with a few scenes flashed in there. So, we shall see.
0: Yeah, I don't have much to say about it. I'm, I'm Again, I, th- I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, the little bit I've seen of Jason Todd in Season 1 of Titans, I don't... But again, I don't, I'm don't. i not a Jason Todd fan, so I don't care for much on Titans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that continues to, to hold for me. Um, sure. <laughs> but I don't know, I'm definitely interested. I know I know this season, we talked about it. They're going to bring in Tim Drake. They're going to bring in, uh, I think, Batgirl's coming on this season. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean the, the you know the, the the family the Bat family is starting to show up uh, in in bigger numbers on the on the show, and I always think oh. that's interesting to see.
1: Yeah, you know? for sure.
0: And I think we're getting aren't we getting like Batgirl in the Flash movie as well as and Supergirl and the, the you know this seems like the time to get audiences familiar with some of these characters.
1: Yeah, for sure. I know for sure Supergirl is going to be in the the Flash movie, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Batgirl's is going to be in anything else in particular, but. You know that that's also another thing is that we didn't really get a glimpse of her or Tim in the in the teaser, so uh, that was slightly disappointing. But I'm hoping they're maybe just saving it for the next trailer. Yeah, and we'll get here. just that uh, full uh, everybody from Gotham at once.
0: Yeah, I definitely I, I agree with you on that one. I do. Uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say about it because it was so short. <laughs> There's yeah, not a lot to, yeah, a lot on. to say about it. But
1: I thought we'd throw it in.
0: There. <laughs> All right, what about we'll stay with DC what about Suicide Squad
1: yes okay so that trailer was pretty awesome I actually really like this trailer I liked it way more than the last one um, again it is I feel like these, these second trailers are really doing a good job of setting the tone uh, I mean we, we got to see some like real seriousness out of uh, uh, Idris Elba's character mm-hmm. um, so, who, who was it going to be? Uh, Bloodsport Bloods-
0: what's it Bloodsport? Is it Bloodsport? I thought it was Bloodsport
1: I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't know why I got confused with that. So I think it's Bloodsport and then Amanda Waller and, uh, you know, just seeing like that tense interaction at the beginning of the trailer, you're like, oh, this is this is going to have some serious tone to it, you know? Like, there's going to be just, it's not just going to be all fun and games and Harley Quinn, you know? It's, it's going to have some seriousness to it. So uh, I really like that. That uh, it wasn't just going to be a bunch of throwaway characters just being goofy all the time. Um, so that was uh, something that really got me optimistic for it, and just kind of seeing uh, <laughs> just the whole lead up of all the characters. You got to see a little bit more out of everybody, and then Starro. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, I I still think it's gonna. I still think there's something else. I I something's pulling me that way. But I mean, obviously Starro is like a huge character on in his own regard, but. I don't know. Some something's telling me there's something behind the scenes.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take any any wild guesses at this point. Uh, but, but yeah, no. I, I love the trailer. I mean, I, I, I love Idris Elba. Uh, yeah. I, I can't say I have any love for Bloodsport as a character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the one thing I, that I, I asked myself when I was watching the trailer was, is like, why didn't they just make him, you know, Deadshot and call it a day? Like, I would have been totally okay with that if they just recast Deadshot. Yeah,
1: I think it would have been okay too. Um, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's just too much baggage involved with that character. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you, but I'm willing to give it a shot. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how his character is. I'm I'm not too familiar, obviously, with Bloodsport as a character. So, uh, but then again, that can be said about most of the cast.
0: <laughs> they pick some <laughs> obscure characters. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I I dig the trailer. I'm super stoked for this movie, and uh, it'll, it'll be out on on HBO Max uh, in yeah. August, which means I don't have to go anywhere, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I uh, because Roger, I have become a lazy man by nature,
1: or I am a lazy man
0: by nature. <laughs> I, man by nature. I just like, you know like if you're gonna put it on HBO and I don't have to go out, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 all in. I'm I, I'm a James Gunn believer. I think, yeah. like, like I said, the only thing I, I have to consider or wonder about is like, eh, I don't think like Bloodsport. He seems like he's doing kind of like some Deadshot-esque things in that trailer, but you know, why not? Whatever.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of want to say he's just going to be an analogy to the uh, <laughs> to the character, but you know, whatever. We'll we'll, we'll let it slide, I guess. Yeah, but they, <laughs> we don't have a choice.
0: And they 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 instantly tried to give him like some some extra bonus street credit for uh, shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. This is true. <laughs> so you know, I, I I respect that. That works. I like it. I dig it. Any any outside
1: reference to the uh, bigger DCU is is always fun.
0: But yeah, man, I'm just uh, this is what I'm. I'm just really really looking forward to. I, I really hope they get it. I hope, and it looks like they got it right this time. Yeah. Um, because the last Suicide Squad movie really bummed me out, man. I like, I really wanted it to be so much more than it was.
1: Yeah, it was just kind of very. Uh... I don't know, kind of dull. Just not a lot happened. Uh, they just didn't do enough with the characters, and I'm really excited for this one because there's going to be some crazy stuff going on. You can already tell. Yeah, that
0: and and you know, it's come out that that James Gunn was given assurances by Warner Brothers that he could kill anybody he wanted to in this movie. <laughs> nice. So, and like yeah, uh, the 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 team is big enough in this one that like, you know the body count's going to be up there. So that's cool.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: And I can't wait to see what what wild, crazy ways he's come up with to kill some of these characters. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's definitely got some uh, some inner
1: dark humor to him. So he's uh, he's going to pull uh, no punches on this one.
0: Heck yeah, and that's that's what we like him for. Let's be honest. <laughs> All right, let's get to let's kind of shift gears a little bit here and get into the horror genre.
1: Yes, we because do like the horror.
0: The horror is coming. Get ready! <laughs> like Halloween is around the corner. And that means there's a Halloween movie coming out. Halloween oh, Kills. Yes. The return. Yep, yep. The the next the sequel to to the last Halloween movie. The the Halloween I think it was just called Halloween, right?
1: Uh yeah. I think it was just like the third one of the name. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just you know, keep it simple, right? But the yep. we're picking up where we left off with, with Laurie's house on fire in, in the trap she created for Michael Myers hoping to burn him alive. And uh yep. uh they're they're very upset when they see fire trucks rushing to a fire.
1: yeah that was pretty good
0: and this trailer I mean they they don't pull any punches as far as like okay here's how he gets out of this This, they kind of show us like the opening of this movie basically yeah yeah which I actually kind of like only because
1: you know Laurie would have made the perfect trap right that she wouldn't have left any opportunity for Michael to escape so just assuming that it would have only left the opportunity for him to get out like by himself through some supernatural thing. And I've always thought, and I, we've talked about it before, that the best thing about Halloween is how it just straddles that line between is he supernatural or is he just a guy with like these just almost uh, edge of possible circumstances. You know, like everything that happens is possible you know (laughs) so it's just it still straddles that line and to see that okay he got out of it because the firefighters came were putting out the fire and that's how he was able to get out of the trap you know it it set it up for me because it still allows it to be like okay realistically could he get out of that it's like well yes now he could because there's outside interference you know it's not just like he's trapped in this you know bulletproof trap And he somehow just gets out because supernatural forces, you know, it's like, no, it's, he could now get out, but you can still put it either way, which is cool. And you know, that's just always been my favorite thing about the Halloween franchise.
0: Yeah. It was, it was interesting. I mean, I've known that they were making the sequel for a while and it's like, there was like a little part of me that was kind of like bummed out about that because I I really liked the last one. And I thought it was kind of like this wonderful ending for Uh for the Strode family. Um, but obviously, it was successful, and it's a horror franchise. So, I mean, it was sort of inevitable that there would be another one. There's uh, always
1: someone new to kill.
0: Yeah, and you know, I mean, I guess I have to give them credit. It, 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 by all accounts, they, they, you know, the, the the word on the street is they came up with a really good story. Jamie Lee. I mean, it was enough to get Jamie Lee to come back again. Yeah, um, that's a good sign. Uh, and and Bloomhouse, I, I think Bloomhouse does a really nice job as a, as a horror production company of making worthwhile horror flicks that, uh, just aren't, you know, just completely disposable entertainment, you know, like there's actually like some, some effort put into, 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 you know, carving out a solid story. That's enjoyable. Sure. So yeah, I, I, I want to be optimistic about it. I I have a a couple reservations, but I did really like that trailer.
1: Yeah. I thought the trailer was really good. And you know, we talked about it even when the, uh, when the trilogy got announced, how it's, it's a ballsy move to be like, yeah, no, we have enough faith in this to announce that immediately we're doing two sequels.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah and it, and it shows that that they're playing the long game, which is again, another, yeah. another little sign that, that, bloom, that Bloomhouse is, is uh, paying attention and, and not just trying to like, you know, just cash in on, on the, on the franchise, you know? Sure.
1: Yeah. So that kind of leaves me to wonder though, like, what in particular are they going to do to make this middle movie like stand out? You know, it's obviously you have the beginning and you have the end, which is possibly going to be the end of Michael. But this middle movie, it's like, where does it stand on its own? Like, there, there's got to be some crazy twist or something in there.
0: Well, as, I mean, if as it's, most
1: four movies go,
0: yeah, I mean, if it's gonna if it's gonna be the middle chapter of, of the tri- of a trilogy, I mean, I feel I feel like there's only one way for it to go, and that is. Uh, Lori's gonna die <laughs> yeah that's tr- that's probably true. probably true I mean it, it could possibly be her daughter uh I don't think it'd be the granddaughter I think she's pr- gonna be set up to be like the hero um, yeah but I, I yeah I think I think Lori might might die to save her daughter and granddaughter that's yeah. a, that's a guess I completely out of the dark but if you know like I said if we're if we're doing a trilogy here that second chapter the darker the better
1: yeah I mean there's definitely got to be a sacrifice in it to uh to really make it stick on its own because it's always you know it's it's the middle child syndrome you know it's like you got to you got to do something to stick out to really matter amongst the beginning and the end well but, you know obviously michael won't die in this one so right, then like right. what's what's the you know Unless he, unless they
0: pull a Last Jedi and
1: kill him off, and then what do you do in the last? Well, I, yeah, yeah. And, uh,
0: that, like 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 for saying, I mean, if this, if this is a middle chapter, I, you can't pull that card out again and be like, oh, we killed him again, psych. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it, just, I, it would be lame. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it would. I think it would. Uh, that would really really sabotage himself if they did that. I think it has to be like somebody makes the the, the ultimate sacrifice to to save people and you yeah. know buy buy the buy the other people time yep. to to make the ultimate preparations so they can uh, so they can uh, home alone Michael Myers once again <laughs> <laughs> this time the uh, paint cans are gonna be on fire no I don't know
1: <laughs> yeah but all in all really dig in the trailer uh, I think we both really enjoyed the the last movie mm-hmm. so this one I'm pretty hopeful for uh, always love me some good Michael Myers action
0: same 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 same. Well, in in that vein, I, 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 I the, the last trailer I showed got to you, got you to watch before uh, we we started started doing the show today. Uh, yeah, it, you know the, the movie a, a movie that was supposed to come out a while ago, uh, but the pandemic, you know, pushed it back. Like whatever it's been like 16, 18 months, something like that. We're yeah. finally gonna get it in in August, and that would be the new Jordan Peele uh, uh, produced, the a uh, the the uh, Nia DaCosta directed. Candyman revival yeah and I love this trailer I don't know how you (laughs) feel about it I love it I can't (laughs) wait to watch this
1: yeah you know I just saw the trailer I think it uh it definitely looks interesting I just I haven't seen the original I'm like familiar with it in passing I've definitely seen clips of it, like, on TV, just passing through. But, you know, I was scared as a child, so I would (laughs) change that quickly. That's fair. But, yeah, I'm kind of familiar with Candyman as a character. Definitely, he's an iconic-looking character. Um, But, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be kind of, like, very heavily psychological thriller in this regard. Like, it's definitely going to be, like, horror movie first and foremost, but there definitely looks like there's a psychological aspect that they're going to uh, delve into. And I don't know how much the original delves into that, but uh,
0: it's, it's uh it looks pretty interesting. It's been a long time since I saw the first Candyman, uh, But I think what's interesting about this film in particular is like, I don't, I don't think you necessarily need to, I think they're, you know. I think they're breaking it down for you in such a way that, you know, if you want to watch it and have that experience with the original film, you can definitely do that. But, yep. um, but you, you don't have to feel compelled to watch it, you know. It's sure. it's 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 like a soft reboot in the, in that sense. Where like you can definitely you know honor what came before with that movie with those with those. I think there's two of them, and and you know they so, they, yeah. they still kind of exist. But now you're introducing it to a new audience, and you're you're telling it in such a way that uh yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to. You can just enjoy this <laughs> new one. I loved what they were doing in, in the trailer with like I don't know what you call those. It was almost like these like like. Like cut out shadow puppety kind of things. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I love the way they were using that to, to sort of tell the story of the Candyman, and yeah. and I was like, that I think is an excellent way to kind of recap the origin of Candyman, the legend of Candyman, the, his his entire mythology, and then you just wrap it around this new this new story. And yeah. uh, you know you have you have Yahya Abdul Mateen who uh, is awesome. He was uh-huh. Doctor Manhattan in the in the in the Watchmen series, and he's, he was uh, Black Manta and Aquaman.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm I'm definitely excited to see him and, and, and this this new take on it. I'm I'm really really intrigued by what they're going to do in this one.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. I I definitely did like the uh, little shadow puppets too. That's that was a pretty cool way of doing that. Um, yeah, it's uh yeah. What was I going to say about it? I, it definitely makes me want to go back and watch the original just to kind of uh, have more of a background on it i, I kind of want to do it full justice because like you said it's more of a soft reboot right so yeah everything that happened and the other ones kind of still happen but this takes place maybe future so kind of uh soft reboot in the same sense that maybe the halloween movie was a soft reboot you know
0: yeah yeah i think i think you're right i mean it's you know it'll probably acknowledge and pay homage to to those those films that kind of started the whole thing anyways so why yeah not? so yeah Definitely want to go back and watch those. That'll probably
1: be uh, maybe a little closer to when it comes out. I can uh, go back and watch those, and maybe we can uh, talk about those too.
0: Yeah, you know, I I, I may have to check. Uh, I have AMC Plus turned on at the moment, uh, yep. which gives me access to Shutter. So maybe Shutter will have Candyman streaming right now.
1: I imagine if not, maybe even closer to when it comes out, because sometimes
0: they do get the uh, properties just to kind of hype them up. Hey, well, I'm not going to keep. I'm not keeping AMC Plus on all summer, dude. Well, if you turn it back on, yeah, right, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, one more thing, as far as as far as the horror genre goes, though, this looks like more of a fun horror movie. Yeah, coming to Netflix this Friday is the opening salvo in a trilogy uh, called Fear Street. Yeah, Fear Street Part (laughs) One coming to Netflix, and this just looks fun. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, it just is like a fun horror romp. Yeah,
1: it looks like definitely kind of like a
0: throwback kind of movie. Uh, I think
1: from what I'm getting, each of them is kind of going to be taking place in a different time period, right? Right. Is that, is that what I... So it looks like the first one's starting off in the 90s?
0: Yes, and the second one will be uh, 1978. uh
1: uh-huh. And then, so we're we're just kind of going further back in time with each one, which is kind of a cool way to do it. Yeah,
0: because I think part uh, three is a nineteen sixty. I'm sorry, sixteen sixty six.
1: Oh shit! Okay. Well, I mean, way back there, it's
0: supposed to be about a, about a witch, right? So I guess you got to go back to the witchy times.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of interesting. I like the uh, the witch angle to it. Uh, the, you know, there's not a lot of not a lot of good horror movies. I'd say that really. Dive deep into that, like witch lore. I guess it's kind of interesting, but um, like I can't really think of too many off the top of my head. Even like Blair Witch is only passing in <laughs> regards to being a witch movie. But uh, clearly, but you're yeah, forgetting I'm...
0: Hocus Pocus, my friend.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the uh, <laughs> the timeless classic of uh, Hocus Pocus. Those
0: Sanderson sisters were just malicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is true. But uh, yeah, no, there's there's uh, definitely some cool lore to that. I liked that aspect of it. As long as the the uh, teenager characters aren't too tedious, I think I'll be into it.
0: Yeah, well, and, and you know, again, it's on Netflix. I think Netflix is the one streaming app that everyone has. So, yep. so it should be. Uh, uh, it'll probably be the most popular, most watched thing on the platform over the weekend. And, probably. And I, I hope it's as much fun as the trailer looks.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, it was definitely all over the place,
1: but in a good way, you
0: know. And I, I like that it's like set in nineteen ninety four and it's kinda of like the dawn of the internet. Like yeah, you got like the kid who just who's already spending too much time on the internet, you know, <laughs> on like message boards and, and finding like weird websites. You know? I know, right? That was
1: definitely me as a kid.
0: Yeah, it, was, it I mean is you know, it's funny to think about like the internet back when it was like the Wild Wild West and just like you know, it wasn't it wasn't big, it wasn't it wasn't corporatized, it was just sort of like People who had the know how would put up a website about whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know all these all these businesses then taking it over and put their stupid commercials all over it. <laughs> yeah, it used to be so much fun. <laughs> Jesus, dude! Like, not to go on like a side tangent here, but I mean, do you know how fucking annoying it is to watch YouTube these days. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I had to get the
1: the YouTube Premium just so I wouldn't get so many ads. Like, Ugh. I was just over it.
0: <laughs> it's annoying. How much
1: is YouTube Premium? It's like. Honestly, like I think it's like uh, fourteen or fifteen a month now, oh which is kind of pricey. But like, you get like YouTube Music with it, which my wife uses. I don't really use it much, but it works for her because she's got a lot of like music that's kind of more uh, like from around the world, and you can't really find the song on Spotify. So it works in that regard. But honestly, it was like the family plan, so it's probably cheaper for per person.
0: Well, oh, I, you know, I, I don't know, Scrooge McDuck, you obviously cracked open the money bank for this one. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a, uh, necessary
1: <laughs> spend just with the amount of time I use YouTube. Cause they used to have it where you could like download stuff and listen to it in the background. And then they got rid of that on yeah. all the apps and yeah. you're just like, what the hell? So they got rid of it and put it behind a paywall as they uh, are apps to do. But, uh yeah that's 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 no, my good, dude, uh my good big for you spending. though
0: because like you're you're gonna be so much happier watching youtube now <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's worth it to me <laughs> yeah it's so goddamn annoying
1: <laughs> yeah <those> damn companies <laughs>
0: uh, god uh don't even i'm gonna start reminiscing about the days of, of yore when the internet was free
1: <laughs> oh yeah dude like the worst you'd get is a few pop-up ads and you just kind of make them disappear with some <laughs> some antivirus in the background or whatever
0: Yep, 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 yep. Well, Fear Street starts this week, and then I mean, it's it's basically like every other week in July. I think. I mean, these these are gonna be oh yeah, really? Like, yeah, they're coming out real fast.
1: Okay, so, so like, they're gonna be kind of like they're gonna be like full length movies, kind of like hour and a half. I'm imagining.
0: I think so. Yeah. I mean, they're all they're all they're all slated. Um, I, I, it popped up in the trailer that it was coming out. Um, um, gosh, I think, actually I think this is coming out on uh, July 9th, the same day as Black Widow.
1: Oh shit! Okay.
0: Well, so yeah, they're they're, they're then, dropping uh, them all. In, in, the whole trilogy will be out this month. Oh wow! Okay.
1: Well, I'll definitely be down for that. I'll probably uh, I'll probably watch those on the weekend also. So uh, yeah, we can definitely get into those too.
0: Heck, heck, yeah, heck yeah! <laughs> all right, I had one more trailer I wanted to talk to you about. This came out today. Um, this is definitely something that appeals to me, even yeah. though uh, I I have forgotten more about this this book series than I can remember uh, because it was that long ago that I read I think I only read the first book too I don't even know if I finished the series uh-huh. uh, but Apple TV is releasing a show called Foundation uh, based yeah. on, on uh, Isaac Asimov's legendary Foundation series of novels uh, it was like re- re- revolutionary sci-fi from like the 50s, early 60s and, yeah. and I wanted to show it to you because I was like I wonder what Roger thinks of this Um cause I don't know how familiar you are with Asimov and his writing or the books or anything like that, but you have a, probably have a unique perspective because you're not, you, you, maybe you're not familiar. So I was curious if you know anything about it and what you think of it.
1: I, uh, you know, I'm familiar with Asimov just uh, through the, uh, what was it, the the laws of robotics or yes, whatever? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I
0: robot and everything. Yeah. He did that. Yeah. Too. Yeah,
1: definitely. So I'm familiar insofar as, you know, I know the laws and everything, but, um, not too familiar with any of his writings in particular. Um, the from what I saw in the trailer, it looks uh, you know pretty pretty standard sci-fi stuff. You know, definitely I'm curious to see of uh, if it's if it's going to be more of a. I mean, obviously, since it's such a, uh, what I want to say, since it's from like 50s 60s era, it's going to be kind of more of an inspiration as to the kind of stuff we're seeing today, right? So I, I kind of want to see how, <laughs> ironically, how much of a foundation it truly is to current sci-fi as we see it today.
0: Uh, yeah, it is it's going to be interesting. It's always kind of interesting when you pull something that ended up in influencing the sci-fi that you grew up with, right? Like yeah. unless you read The Foundation, you don't understand that like that stuff inspired Dune, that stuff inspired Star Wars, uh. that stuff inspired the sci-fi that came after that we all know so well. Yeah. And now you're kind of introducing it to an audience that is, you know, generally speaking probably not super familiar. Uh. And it, I mean, it's a, it's a kind of out there premise. You know this this um, this whole thing with like the it's like humanity, but they're all clones, and it's, yeah, it's, it's generational clones, and like you get to see your own clone, and you know there's <laughs> like mind transfer, uh, you know it's it's a whole thing, yeah, it's and pretty then, trippy. Then someone who's able to through like complicated math uh, uh, predict the end of civilization and and what that means for them as as a engineered species, and uh, I I don't know, I'm really intrigued by it. It looks gorgeous. It's gonna be yeah. on Apple Plus TV. And Uh the Apple Plus TV shows all look incredible. Like they spend some serious loot to make those shows look good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued by, by the premise of it. I I definitely think people should watch the trailer because it is, it's pretty out there. It's pretty out there, but it looks incredible at the same time.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely curious about it. Uh, I I wonder how it's going to do because I think one of the risks that these kind of shows when it's, when it's pulled from like older source material especially something that's so influential is if people are going to resonate in the same way, or if it's going to suffer from, you know, Oh, this is something I've seen already. It's like, yeah, you've seen it already, but this is where it came from, you know? So I don't know if it's going to have that same kind of impact, which would be unfortunate, but, uh, I do hope that they, they, uh, they find a good way to make it impactful as if it were the first time you saw it. You no, know,
0: I agree. And, you know, I, hopefully people don't, don't draw on the iRobot film adaptation because that is very, 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 very different than, than, <laughs> the, than the source material was. So, you know, I don't, don't, uh, don't do that. <laughs> that all I, that's all I can say. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. You know, watch this trailer and, and, and think about it and, and see if you'd be interested in it. And now, again, it's on Apple Plus TV, which is a format, again, not a lot of people have, at the moment, sure. at least that's how it feels to me. Whenever I talk to somebody about something on Apple, they're like, "I don't, I don't have Apple." I'm like, "Oh, okay. yeah." <laughs> but, <laughs> but Apple for five bucks a month, I think it's fantastic. I'm, uh, the more shows I find on there, the more I'm impressed.
1: Yeah, it seems like they got really good quality. Like maybe not the uh, the hugest selection, but they definitely make up for it in quality. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and everything I've watched on there just looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, the, the the way it, the they have like the best cameras. They have the best money they have the best effects like like for tv show for for shows and movies like they have done a really nice job and uh, and uh i have i have become an apple tv convert uh in the last like, six <laughs> months or so like the pandemic really allowed me the opportunity to kind of explore that service more uh because yeah. I, I i feel like i watched everything on netflix and hulu sure <laughs> so, sure so I, was like, I, I feel that i got this apple plus thing free for a year i might as well check it out and I was like, "Oh, well, I like that show. I like that show. That movie's great. There's a cool documentary on here. You know, that for five bucks, I, I, I think I'll keep paying, unless they have like a massive price hike once my uh my year free trial is up."
1: Yeah. Well, that sounds good, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got one more bit of news. Something came up uh, uh, just a little while ago uh, after you okay. and I have, had sort of planned out this this trailer park episode, uh, and I wanted to share it with you. And I don't know, I was going to send you the link, but I I think I can just kind of share with you that uh, uh, James Wan has uh, put up on his Twitter a little bit of a teaser because Aquaman 2 has begun filming. Yes. And there is now a cryptic little Easter egg out there. Now, we know the movie's going to be called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Okay. But, uh, you know, on the clapboard, you know... uh, uh, you know how they do those things. You know, like uh, action, yeah. and they slap it together. That, I yep. think it's called a cut board. I, I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it has a subtitle on there that says Necros, mm. and Necros is like super deep cut pre-crisis DC stuff.
1: Huh.
0: It is. Um, let me see if, if I got enough of the background information to queued up here. All right, because even I don't know this 100 because like this is way before my time. Okay. All right, so let me read this to you. The city of Necris was introduced in 1966 as a distorted reflection of Atlantis. The city ruled by a vicious tyrant named Mongo also has a vast army. Contrary to Atlantis, however, Necris despises surface dwellers and doesn't intend to live peacefully with their earthly neighbors. What's more interesting is that Necris, also described as the Black City, doesn't have a set position in the ocean. Hmm. So Necros is, uh, is displaced from the material plane, only showing up from time to time due to the influence of an alien satellite. I, I, I suspect we will not see an alien satellite in this movie, but I could be wrong. <laughs> this enables Necros to move around, which would make it a perfect fit for the Lost Kingdom. Besides that, the hate Mongo and Necros have for the surface dwellers could lead them to form an alliance with uh, Patrick Wilson's Ocean Master, as, uh, mm. as that villain will likely be looking for revenge in this new film. yeah. So that that's coming right off of uh, Collider, and their their analysis of the cryptic tweet from James Wan. <laughs> well, you had me at
1: Mongo. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alcheman in the Lost Kingdom is is, is uh, scheduled for December sixteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. Uh, I'm excited that filming's going going on for this movie. I'm excited. I still really like the Aquaman flick. I, th- I think yeah, some some people I think it was great. Yeah, I think some people have kind of like the, the, the they lost the luster on it after a few viewings Sure. But uh, I still think it holds up.
1: Yeah, I mean visually it was great. I think the story was solid. Uh it wasn't anything to write home about, but it wasn't bad either, you know. It was like it's a good story, you know. So, it was uh it fulfilled my
0: Aquaman needs, we'll put it that way. <laughs> Your Aquaman crush on Jason Momoa? Oh yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was just talking to you know, we were talking about Apple Plus a minute ago, and I think I'm gonna have to check out that uh, that that show he has on there. Uh, it's called C. Because uh-huh. I think I think Batista joining season two, and I like I like Batista so much, and I want to see him fight Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to check that show out now too. Put put it on the list, Roger. All right, add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that came across the wire uh, just before we were getting ready to start recording. So I was like, oh, we should definitely talk about Aquaman too."
1: Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's it, awesome.
0: You know, I mean, I don't think we really know the state of the of the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, but, I mean, they're still making movies, which is the good news.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in a weird place right now where, you know, after the Snyder Cut got released, so many people were... Uh, reinvigorated to uh, really push to get the cinematic universe happening again. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, after the second Wonder Woman movie not doing too well, and then with, you know, we have the Joker on its own and then the Batman coming out later that's going to be on its own. It's kind of like, where are we even connecting anymore? Do we care? Like, where where are we at with the whole universe, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's strange to think that you know you have this new batman movie coming out but you still have you know a flash and aquaman and a wonder woman from your your supposed shared universe and, uh-huh. and it's like well how does that relate now no again maybe this is something that the flash movie is going to take care of because they're doing flashpoint i don't know that would be cool i mean it would be a
1: an i guess easier way to go about that cuz once you have multiverses involved
0: you can literally just do whatever and fix things where you want them at the end is it possible that one of loki's bombs uh, went and blew up the DC timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that's what happened. She wiped it out of the map. <laughs> you know, actually, you know, real quick while we we're, were talking about that, I don't know if you if you saw this. I know you were you were out of communication for a long time, but but yeah. someone put together like a very interesting little chart uh, from that episode when when Sylvie bombs the timeline, and you see all the all the all the variant multiverses spinning out yeah, from it, little
1: branches, yeah,
0: yeah, all those branches. Someone. Uh, decided to take that and then they imposed like the logos of all the other previous Marvel movies. Like mm-hmm. here's the Raimi Spider-Man's and here's where, where blade happens. And here's where, you know, you know, everything <laughs> like Howard, the duck, all, all of it you yeah, know, on these branches. And I was like, well, that would be wild, but I don't think they would ever do that. <laughs> that
1: would be amazing though.
0: <laughs> well, again, I think that's going to be something we get to explore here in, in this, in this fourth episode coming up uh, this, this Wednesday. But yeah, man, yeah. I don't know. The, the internet's having some fun with Loki, that, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I think this is exactly what we were looking for. I think we were kind of looking for what would create the multiverse with WandaVision, but that didn't end up being the case, and we kind of got bait and switched a little there, which was a little bit of a bummer, but you know, that might lead to other things. Wow. And uh, wow. obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier was kind of just more of its own... Contained story there but this appears to be what might actually create the multiverse
0: well that and Sylvie will be revealed to be Mephisto that that (laughs) is
1: it's happening
0: that would be interesting (laughs) just like I hope Marvel never brings Mephisto into it now I just want the Mephisto rumors to spin out forever and ever and ever just always it's always Mephisto here's where Mephisto shows up nope I would dig that. Roger, I'm out of things to talk about, bud.
1: Yeah, I think we hit up the fun stuff. Our trailer park was successful.
0: Let's get out of the trailer park before it gets dark. That's when things get weird in the trailer park. Oh, yeah. You don't want the zombies to come out. It's bad. Zombies, skunks, all kinds of weirdos (laughs) hang out here after dark. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) All right, my friend. Thanks for hanging out today. Great to see you. Welcome back from vacation. Once again, happy birthday to you.
1: Ah, uh, thank you, sir.
0: And uh, yeah, let's let's do it again. We'll talk soon, okay, bud?
1: For sure, dude. See you later. Later, Gator.
0: Starfish is a slang term for a butthole. Think there's any connection? No. No. All right, we are back. How was that? I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Our little trip into the trailer park to get everyone caught up on all the latest and greatest things that are coming out very, very soon. And uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to look forward to. I'm I'm pretty excited about some of these things. I definitely have to revisit uh, the Foundation books by Asimov because, as I as I recall, I maybe read the first one. I don't know if I have ever finished that series, and and I, I think I'd like to check it out. At least maybe revisit that first book before uh, before that show drops in on us. And uh, I think it's coming out at towards the end of September, so I got a little bit of time on my side. But we'll see how it pans out. So yeah, things to look forward to, things to look forward to, things to look forward to. Uh, just for the record, I wanted to put a little bit of information out there for everyone. This week we will indeed have the Loki recap show uh, coming out Wednesday night after everyone's had a chance to watch the show for the first time. That's still happening. Um, I'm. It just may be a little different than it has been in the past couple of weeks. We'll see how that goes. More on that Wednesday. We'll keep you posted. But the show will still be out no matter what. And then we'll be back next week doing more TomCast podcasts. It will never stop. It will never end. And then over on MandaVision, in case you're not listening, in case you're a little behind, we are doing Bad Batch Fridays, where we break down the latest episode of of the new uh, animated series, Star Wars The Bad Batch, which has been fantastic and is really ramping up here for the second half of their season. Uh, Getting to a lot of really cool Star Wars stuff, a lot of great information, revelations, all kinds of exciting stuff going on there. And then on Mondays, we drop our Star Wars The Clone Wars rewatch episodes, where I am revisiting... Star Wars The Clone Wars for the first time in 10 plus years, uh, and, and kind of reconnecting with that source material, and coming up, it's, it's, only, it's about two weeks away still, but we're going to get into the Mandalore plot, which is just that is some killer, killer stuff that I can't wait to talk about, and hopefully you will enjoy as well So I want to thank you all for listening, taking the time to download, support, and share the show with all your friends, family, loved ones your, your blood enemies, uh, people in life debts to you uh, I truly, truly appreciate it. Make sure they're also following us on social media. We're at TomCast Podcast, on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, TomCastPodcast at gmail.com. Remember, we are on all your favorite platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, and so many, many more. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you can t- take the time to give us a five-star review, that will help us in our quest to defeat the evil algorithm. Thank you in advance for doing that. All right, and once again, we must thank the official members of Pophead Nation. You can join up patreon.com forward slash podcast. join the nation, and gain access to the bonus content. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff is the co-host of The Ring and Ear, a great podcast about music. Check it out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squid Master General, Mr. Brian Brissard the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker, Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company, right here in San Diego and coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. And, of course, the Beer Hop deer General, Jesus Beer Hops. Thank you all so much for helping keep the lights on and, uh, and, and, and believing in the show. It means the world to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we'll be back with another episode very soon. My name is Tom. This is the TomCast Popcast. Ciao, babes. So the tribe drops its third straight on this trip, 6-1 to one to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's see,
1: one hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You
0: can't
1: say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.
0: We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions! Yeah! Woo! Yeah! And I'm a big fan of your beard, too.